Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to Stories from the Village of Nothing Much. It's like easy listening, but for fiction. I'm Catherine Nikolai. I write and read all the stories you'll hear on the Village of Nothing Much. Audio engineering and sound design is by Bob Wittersheim. I am someone who gets very emotionally connected to fictional characters. I feel for them intensely when they are in conflict. I cry when they are hurt. I miss them when the story is done. And sometimes I've just hit my limit for how much emotional turmoil I have space for when I am reading or listening to something. And if you can at all relate to that, then you are in the right place. I create stories that help you relax and connect to things that feel good in the world around you. There's nothing you need to keep track of as you listen. Just let your mind sink into the enjoyment of a kind of grown-up fairy tale in which, yeah, not a lot happens, but you feel good and you go on with your day a little bit lighter. Now, before we step into the village, let's take a deep breath in through the nose, and sigh from your mouth. Let's do that one more time. Big inhale. Let it go. Good. Our stories today celebrate the coming end of winter and arrival of spring almost. We're we're right on the cusp of the seasons in the village, but there are still a lot of things to enjoy in those weeks. We'll start with Sugar Snow, a story about a brief cold snap and the fond memories it brings. Then we'll head out of town in Getaway and let sunny walks by the water blow away the winter cobwebs. 
Finally, we'll spend a day inside as the cold rain falls, reminiscing and making a cozy space to relax in pillow forts and tree houses. Sugar Snow I'd noticed it first in the evening. I'd been locking up the flower shop, and when I turned toward the street and slipped my keys back into my pocket, I suddenly realized that the air was warm and sweet. But there was still a sliver of daylight glowing in the evening sky, and a feeling, familiar but it had been a while since I'd felt it, a feeling of spring. The next morning, before I even opened my eyes, I could hear the slow drip of melting icicles on the roof. And birds. So many birds. I smiled, still wrapped in my blankets. Winter can be very quiet. The eaves, wrapped in snow, worked like the soft pedal of a piano, blotting out the sounds from the street. And so many neighbors, whether human or avian, opted to stay tucked in against the cold. Now it sounded like we were about to have a lively day. It had gone on like that for a week or more. Bright days, fresh air that smelled of soaked earth, and the mounds of snow that we'd shoveled away from the sidewalks, shrinking bit by bit. Would it last? We asked each other as we stood in line at the coffee shop or passed on the sidewalk. We'd all been fooled before. We determined to enjoy it while it was here, no matter the expiration date. I bought a few baskets of pansies, bright purple and yellow, and set them cautiously on my front stoop. I remembered my mother telling me they were hardy and a safe bet in the early spring. You know, for years I'd spelled that word H-E-A-R-T-Y thinking that the root of it was tied to a strong heart. Then when I'd started in the flower shop, I'd seen it printed on packages of Astelby and realized that the root wasn't heart, but hard. I wasn't sure it was that different, though. Brave, open hearts are often that way because they have been broken open. They've been through hard things and continue to beat. Sure enough, a few days after I'd set out my pansies, I woke up to three inches of fluffy snow laying thick on the ground. I dusted off my pansies and pulled them inside to warm up on my kitchen windowsill. I still had a pair of boots and a coat by the door. A combination of laziness and superstition had kept me from putting them away, and I pulled them all on and stepped back outside. The clouds that had dropped the snow had moved on, and the sky was a bright, enthusiastic blue. I started to walk through the neighborhood, feeling the snow, so soft and full of old raindrops, disappear into nothing underfoot. It was a lovely combination of sensations, the sun warm on my face, the quiet of the snow, and the air still sweet and smelling of spring. I turned a corner and watched as a couple of dogs were let out of a side door to run in their yard. They leapt through the snow, flipped over, and rolled joyfully in it. 
I'd heard someone say once that play is a sign of safety, that once our basic needs are met and we feel protected from harm, well, that's when we can play. We can be creative and open and silly. I watched the dog skidding through the soft snow. One found a ball and squeaked it in his teeth, and they both went running along the fence into their backyard. I put my hands in my pockets and kept walking, thinking about the places in my life where I felt like I could play. There were a lot of them, I realized. And the places I didn't play, well, that was useful to think about, too. Sometimes there are things we can do about that, and sometimes it's just time to move on. At some point, I realized I'd been walking toward a tiny park, hidden down a dirt road on the edge of my neighborhood. I'd walked by it a few times before I'd ever seen the sign inviting passers-by to enjoy the spot from dawn till dusk. There was a patch of open space, now covered by a smooth expanse of unbroken snow. A few tall trees and a path that led through a grove of maples that eventually comes out at a dead end a few blocks over. Here the snow had a thin crust of ice, like the crackly caramelized top of a creme brulee. It was oddly satisfying to hear its faint snap with each step. The air was warming in the sun, and I had a feeling this snow could easily be gone by sunset. I left footprints all the way up to the edge of the woods, where the thicket of trees had protected the gravel path from snow. A few feet in, I noticed, at chest height on the nearest tree, a galvanized bucket suspended from a hook in the bark. I rushed over to it with the excitement of a child. I had seen this before, and the memory was sweet in every sense. For many years in my childhood, my siblings and I had spent our week of spring break at our aunt's old white farmhouse, a few hours north of home. Some years, the winter would drag her feet through that week, and we'd spend our days baking muffins and cookies in Auntie's warm kitchen, or bundled up on sofas watching funny old movies and playing board games. And sometimes we'd arrive for a week of fine, warm weather. And we'd play croquet in mud boots in the yard and hunt for treasures in the hayloft of the big red barn. And once or twice, we'd been there for a sugar snow. It was a time just like now, when after a bit of warm weather, a sudden cold snap fell, making the sap run quick from the trees. We'd all gone out together to see how the metal spouts, spiles, she'd called them, were screwed into drilled holes in the bark. We'd hung buckets from hooks to collect the sap, and some days had to empty them every few hours. In the barn, she had an old wood-burning stove, and it was one kid's job to bring firewood, another one to stir the pot of sap on top, and another to pet the barn kitties when they came out to warm themselves by the fire. Auntie watched over, laughing at our goofy stories and songs as we worked. With a big batch of sap, it might take us all day to cook it down into syrup. But once we'd done it, we'd pour it carefully into jugs and go stickily into the farmhouse. We'd make 
plates and plates of pancakes and eat them for dinner with the fresh syrup and slices of banana and chewy pieces of pecan. If we could find clean patches of snow, she'd help us pour the hot syrup into it, making shapes, stars and hearts and our initials to eat like candy. I laughed, walking through the woods, thinking of my poor saintly aunt. To have a household full of rowdy children, stuffed full of sugar for a whole week. But all I remembered was laughing and eating and playing. Passing by the tap trees, I guessed someone would be out soon to collect the sap. I hoped they might have a little helper with them, and that they might feel as safe as I had with my auntie and play as hard as they liked. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. getaway. We'd had it in the books since the end of summer, knowing that by the time midwinter came, we would need it. A getaway, an escape from the bitter cold and gray curtained sky to someplace sunny 
and hot. Some place with ocean breezes and wild calling birds and hammocks strung from the leaning trunks of palm trees. In the days before we left, I found myself like a child in the last few days of school before summer vacation, coaxing the days forward, crossing them off the calendar at night, and giddily moving through my chores, making light work of packing bags and emptying the fridge. We'd had a few strange meals of odds and ends, getting through the last of the groceries and not wanting to waste any. A cup each of the last bit of soup, plates of French toast to use up a loaf of bread, a salad made almost entirely of tiny tomatoes I'd thought for sure we'd have eaten by now, and for dessert, as many bananas as we could swallow. We didn't mind, laughed over the silly menu and clinked our glasses, half full each of the last bit of wine from the bottle. When the day came, we were up early, blinking and yawning, quietly pulling on clothes and loading our bags into the car. A long day of travel in a blur came next, broken up with winks from one to the other, a secret signal that meant, hey, we're on vacation. And we'd smile, and before we knew it, we were touching down and taking that first step out into the hot, humid air of a totally new place. It is a wonder of the modern world. Wake up in one place, in one season, in one fixed position of the earth, and then just a few hours later, be someplace that's quite the opposite. Someplace that doesn't resemble a bit the spot you started in. Soon we were settling in. A room with a view of the ocean. A vast bed with thick pillows and crisp white linens. A balcony whose door we slid open to fill the room with the sound of rolling waves. We stood, leaning out, arms around each other's shoulders, and looked up and down the length of the beach, still in our jeans and sweaters from the cold world we'd woken up in. What a feeling to be right at the very beginning of a vacation. The days stretched out in front of us, and we had only to fill them as we went with rest and play and books and dips in the ocean and walks on the beach. I clapped my hands in excitement. Last one in the water is a rotten egg, I called out, and we scampered. Tossing off our cold weather gear, rooting through our bags for sunscreen and swimsuits and flip-flops. Soon we had our routine down. Sleep as late as we could manage. Order a pot of coffee and plates of fruit and toast and eat them on the balcony with our heels propped up on the railing. Then dress and go for a long walk up and down the length of the beach, hand in hand with bare feet stepping along the very edge of the water, talking or not, sometimes just standing and looking out at the breaking waves, watching birds swoop and dive, fish jump and families walk and swim. Then we'd find a shady spot, something to sip on, and work our way through paperback after paperback. When the heat had built up in our bodies, we'd wade back into the waves to wash it away. Splash and play and float till we were hungry or thirsty or ready to go back to basking in the sun. 
In the afternoon, as the sun was starting to slide toward the horizon, we'd drag our salty, sandy selves back up to the room for cool showers on our sun-kissed skin and then stretch out across the clean sheets and somehow fall into our third or fourth nap of the day. Sometimes we'd make a bit of an effort, dress up for a dinner out on an open-air patio, plates of local foods, glasses of wine, or a slow swaying dance, cheek to cheek, under strings of light and warm night air. And sometimes we'd gladly order some room service and watch TV through our toes and lay in bed listening to the waves crash on the beach. As the week waned, I felt myself restored. My skin and hair felt healthy and nourished by the sun and the salt, and I felt as though I could welcome a few more weeks of cold, snowy days back at home now that I'd restocked my shelves with the bone-deep memory of how it feels to be thoroughly warm and pleasantly worn out by the sun. At home, we'd soon see birds returning to nest, rivers swelling with spring melt, and in a month or so, the bare, dark earth would break with the first shoots of daffodils and crocus. Soon after that, the rhubarb would be showing up in the farmer's market stalls, and we'd be thumbing through seed catalogs and planning out the garden. I thought I'd like to be back in our own bed again, and that it might feel good to have the clothes washed and put tidily away. How good it is to have some place to get away to, to step out of the day-to-day for a bit and break all the rules of work, and then to have some place just as lovely, though in a very different way, to return to. To look forward to going, and then to coming back. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, 
Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Pillow forts and tree houses. When I was a kid, playing with my friends, it seemed like our constant ambition to build a fort, to make a clubhouse, somehow to create a space for ourselves that could only be permeated by grown-ups when snacks were handed through a flap in the blankets. The best version of this dream we could imagine was a treehouse. And I remember sketching out plans with the stub of a pencil in a spiral-bound notebook that had already had most of the pages ripped out. As long as you're dreaming, you may as well dream big. So our treehouse would have retractable stairs to keep out siblings who might try to take over the place, as well as maybe bears? We were kids. It made sense at the time. We'd have a fridge stocked with drinks and snacks. Where would we plug it in? Um, maybe a knot in the tree? Maybe we could figure out how to turn sap into electricity. I'd make a note to invent that later. We'd have binoculars for spotting friends in their trees a few yards away. A slide, or better yet, a zip line to carry us back down. And we'd hold our meetings up there. About what? You know, nine-year-old stuff. Very important. You wouldn't understand. We never achieved our ambition of a treehouse. The logistics quickly overwhelmed us, and when our friends who claimed to have a cousin in the country who had one, we looked at them with a good deal of skepticism. Maybe treehouses were only in movies or adventure stories. Still, we kept attempting to make forts whenever we could. A school canceled on one sunny snow day. We met up at the end of the block, where there was an empty lot full of knee-high snow. It was late winter, and the deep chill was giving over to slightly less frigid temps. So the snow packed together nicely, and we had a genius idea to shovel it into milk crates. The plastic kind with faded writing on the sides. All garages have them, though they aren't acquired in any way that I know. They just appear in a corner or on a shelf. 
and get filled with battered softballs or swim goggles. We found when they were packed with the heavy snow, they turned out perfect blocks to build with. We shoveled a flat space and started to lay them. First a foundation and then rising walls. When the walls got to their third or fourth layer of blocks, we realized we'd forgotten to leave a space for a door and had fun kicking one out. Also, a ceiling stymied us, and we started to make plans to swipe tarps from our sheds and basements. But we got hungry and trudged to the nearest of our houses to be fed soup and sandwiches while our snow pants dripped dry by the back door. Overnight, the snow turned to rain. And by morning, our ice palace was a lake with a few small square icebergs floating in it. I'm sure we still didn't give up, just changed tactics again. After all, what's better on a rainy day than a blanket fort? I'm sure we regrouped in someone's basement or living room and stacked couch cushions and bed pillows into a frame and draped blankets and coverlets over the whole thing we'd probably had enough room to set out a board game and huddle around it to roll the dice and mark down on the tiny pads of paper if we thought it had been Professor Plum in the conservatory with the lead pipe or Mrs. Peacock in the billiard room with the candlestick. Years later, when I was a teenager in the last year of high school, I'd been on a hike through the woods in the back acres of my grandparents' farm and found a tree with flat wooden rungs nailed into the trunk like a ladder. I'd looked up and seen a little house, a platform balanced on a broad branch with a few walls of mismatched lumber nailed together and a small square window cut out. The wood was bleached by the sun and when I reached up to test the strength of one of the rungs, it came apart in my hand. So, tree houses were real. Someone had made this one and played here. And though I couldn't climb up to see it myself, I bet there was, in a corner under a pile of dried old leaves, a toy or a book or a box of treasures. Even now, I'm still looking for those little places to tuck into. Maybe less a clubhouse and more a nest. Today was a day like the one that had turned our ice house into slush, rain coming down over the crunchy drifts of snow that were slowly shrinking. Water ran off the roof, drumming in the gutters, and rushing in rivulets down the sidewalk and into the storm drains. I'd wanted to get out for a walk, but it would be a chilly, muddy mess. And so I'd reframed my thoughts a bit. If I couldn't go out, could I make staying in even more tempting? Was I too old to make a pillow fort? It turned out I was not. I chuckled to myself as I took the cushions off the couch and spread a tartan blanket over the living room rug. It took a few tries, and I had fun along the way, but soon I had a little structure with cushions as walls. I got creative and wedged a broom between two chairs so it stood upright. Through the hole at the end of the broom, I threaded a strand of dental floss, 
which is sturdy stuff, by the way. When you need to hang something heavy, get thee to the medicine cabinet. And stretched it from the broom to a nail that usually held a painting behind the couch. Then I crossed my fingers and flung a top sheet over the floss. It made a draping cover, a tent to my little nest. I took the comforter from my bed and crawled inside with it, added more pillows and laid back and looked up at the tented ceiling. I let out a slow sigh. I felt a little giddy, so glad now to not be going out. I could stay in here all afternoon. Mm, But first, snacks. I wriggled back out and padded to the kitchen where the rain was thrumming against the window over the sink. The snow was shrinking fast. At this rate, we'd wake up tomorrow to bare lawns and clear roofs. My neighbor still had a few reindeer and a light-up snowman in his yard, and I had a feeling this weekend would be the one that saw a lot of taking down of decorations and twinkle lights. I made myself a tray of treats, apple slices sprinkled with cinnamon, a glass of grapefruit soda, and a bowl of those little peanut butter-filled pretzels. I slid my tray into my hideaway, along with my book, I could watch movies, listen to music, read and nap, or just watch the light change through the walls of my fort. We would come out of hibernation soon, but not quite yet. Thank you for spending some time with me today in the village of nothing much. Wherever you are, I wish for you safety so that you can play, multiple naps when you need them, and a space to tuck into and watch the light change as the day goes by. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. 
Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.